From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Wednesday, July 11th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Coming up, talking to the Taliban in Afghanistan. One former diplomat did it and got a surprising insight. Thinking Taliban blame many of their current woes on al-Qaeda. We'll hear what that could mean for Afghan peace talks. Also, the problem with similar-sounding words in Chinese. Because there are so many homophones in Chinese, there's a sort of a fetish about them. A lot of times, forbidden words would be taboo precisely because they sounded like another word. PRI's The World is made possible in part by the Medtronic Foundation, supporting the work of Partners in Health, an organization dedicated to bringing quality health care to the world's poorest people and communities. Learn how to help at PIH.org. And by WGBH, producer of Market Warriors. Don't miss the series premiere of Market Warriors, Monday night at 9, 8 central on PBS. I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. Today, dozens of people took part in a protest rally in Kabul, Afghanistan. They demanded justice for the victim of recent public execution in a province north of the Afghan capital. That execution was caught on video. It's been seen online by people all over the globe. It shows a woman reportedly accused of adultery. She's sitting on the ground with her head covered. A man opens fire, and then witnesses are heard cheering. Local officials blame Taliban militants for the execution, but the militants deny they were involved. Michael Semple is a former diplomat who served in Afghanistan. He says it's hard to know which side to believe because in the past, this sort of incident has been manipulated by both sides in Afghanistan. Sometimes those on the government side who want to paint the other side as being completely beyond the pale, even when the Taliban haven't done this, they pin it on the Taliban. On the other hand... Some of the hardliners in the insurgency, they deliberately engage in this kind of extreme violence so as to make it impossible for anybody else to sit down with the Taliban and cut the kind of deal that the person I talked to would be in favor of. Semple is now a fellow at the Carr Center for Human Rights at Harvard's Kennedy School. He himself recently sat down for a discussion with a senior Taliban commander. He's a veteran of the Taliban movement, has been with them since the the early days. He's held a senior post in their administration when they were uh, running the, the country. He's remained loyal to the movement, and he's done a stint in Guantanamo. I understand you can't say too much more about him, but can you tell us uh, how you were able to speak with him and uh, under what circumstances? Well, look, I knew a lot of people uh, while they were in power. I was working for the United Nations in, in those days, and I deliberately have uh, maintained contact with um, some of these gentlemen uh, since they were uh, were pushed out. Uh, we should say that you were pushed out uh, or left Afghanistan in 2007 when you were a diplomat uh, for the European Union because you had met with some Taliban leaders to explore peace talks at the time. So the the bottom line message that you got from this Taliban commander who you're calling Mulvey is what? 
is that there is a very interesting political discussion going on inside the Taliban movement. And one part of that discussion, which is represented by uh, Mulvey, uh, and I know quite a few other people who articulate fairly similar views, uh, is inherently pragmatic. Starts with the idea that they also know that although they're not defeated, they can't achieve a military victory. They're not going to sweep to power in Kabul or take over the, the country that they are obliged to come up with some kind of accommodation with their fellow Afghans, get it absorbed into uh, some system that they can all live with, and that ultimately they will require some kind of equitable relations with the international community, including the United States. They're also saying, he's also saying, that the Taliban has no interest in negotiating with the government of President Hamid Karzai. They believe that that government is a tool of the Americans, and basically it's Americans who pick the president. It doesn't sound like a good starting point for any kind of a, a lasting peace. The viewpoint that uh, Mulvey has put across, it is inherently uh, pragmatic. It does indeed have a, a vision of uh, reaching some kind of settlement amongst Afghans. Uh, but